Welcome to the Spa Girls podcast, the self-publishing podcast for authors. You're in the right place for the best writing, marketing and publishing advice, plus interviews with industry experts and best-selling authors. I'm Cheryl Phipps. I'm Shah Barrett. I'm Wendy Bella. And I'm Trudy J. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> New year. New year. New start. New beginnings. New, New year, business. New Absolutely. And with that in mind, we've got a business plan. A business yes. plan for all of you to sit down and fill in because the lovely Shah has actually created a PDF for you to fill in. And she's so gonna, awesome. She is awesome. <laughs> and Other places we, you would pay thousands for this. Here thousands, on the Spa thousands. Girls podcast, it's yours for the princely price of just a <laughs> quick click of the finger. How's that? Nada. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. sign up to our newsletter? Is that what it's the price of? I don't even have to do Not that. Not even that. No, no, yeah, but no. you could do it. You could. Could. Or you could join us on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. All, of that. Yeah. all of that. As a patron. <laughs> Drop Patreon. us a review. Give us a yeah. smile. How's Can you it? tell we've had a very relaxed <laughs> day back? Yeah. It's sunny. It's sunny in New Zealand. There's no yeah. rain. It's yeah. glorious. Things get a bit looser when you mm-hmm. know the, the sun's out, to be fair. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Okay. Back so, in, business planning. So, maybe this isn't something that we talk too often because we talk about the um, publishing the the actual act of getting the books online and writing the books and doing the marketing of the books, but this is actually a business plan. As in, you are an entrepreneur who happens to have books as your your product, and we want you to be to think about yourself as a business. It's so taking yourself, your mental sort of to the next yeah. level of being a professional. Not, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not a hobbyist. You're a, you're no. a business person, yeah. um, as well as a creative author type person. So. <laughs> Um, where do we want to start? Do we start with the big picture? I think so. I think it's always good to start with the big, big start. At the, I personally like starting at the top and kind of working your way down to more the nitty gritty. Just yeah. approaching anything really. Okay. Yeah, start nice. with the start yeah. with the end result in mind first. Okay. Yeah. So, so the idea is, what's the end result that you want? Um, whether it's to uh, make a certain amount on on a book, um, whether it's to make a living as an author, whether yeah. it's to I don't know. Like, what are some of the goals that, or, or big term, or long term visions that we could kind of have as authors? Any suggestions? I mean, do they they adjust? Right, they must adjust as time goes on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Leaving yeah. work, leaving yeah, work to write full time, or supplementing current income for yep. a certain yep. amount. You know, um, retiring yeah. your husband or whatever. This this yeah. one that we've got is the 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 one that you put together, Shah, is the idea that it's a yearly one. Is am I right yeah. about that? Yeah, it is. And mm. I mean, we will mention this at the end of the podcast as well. But I mean, business plans should be organic. It's not like that you're locked into um, into anything. It's it's your a, a living document for you mm. to keep updating. So it's not mm. necessarily. It's a little bit different from goal setting in that this is kind of the plan on how you're going to achieve those goals. So it's absolutely organic and things change, right? You change the world, publishing world might shift or you might, the further you get into writing books, you might decide you want to veer in a different direction or you love it so much you might want to go more into that. Um, so it's cool to change, but it's it's really about just giving you a starting point and because I think for a lot of us 
we're loath to put things in writing because it feels either too permanent or we're worried about making a mistake. And so I just want to reassure mm. you that this is, you can print off as many copies as you like. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, really, uh, I really like the idea of doing it, say, once a year in the end of, say, five years or whatever. You've got these yeah. five documents mm. or even you could do it six monthly, whatever. These documents mm. that you can look at and see the, yeah. the progression and the change. Because yeah. while you say it's mm. organic, maybe some stuff would stay the same because it's slightly Absolutely. longer term. And stuff, yeah. some stuff would kind of be moved or changed or or even drop off because you've done it. Like that's yeah. kind of a neat mm. way to to see Absolutely. your progression and remind it you. Is. It's like a it's a snapshot at that time, right? And mm. it is, it is good. And I think it's also um, likely that nothing will ever turn out exactly how you plan for it, right? Mm. And that's mm. okay too. That's just that's just the process. So mm. yeah. it's it's not that I you're doing anything wrong. How how are you feeling at the time? of writing yes. a particular book is the same as when you're planning because mm. sometimes you think things are so achievable, you, you'll write down far too much, and sometimes you think, I just can't do it, you know, I'm really struggling with what I am doing, so I'm, all I'm going to try for is this. So yeah. I yeah. think sometimes maybe somewhere in the middle for your very first one is a good idea, you know. It's yeah. like you don't you don't want to beat yourself up for not achieving, yeah. but – you don't know what you're capable of unless yeah. you try. Yeah. Mm. And I think the other really important part of this um, is going through the act of business planning. And, I mean, you can use as many pages or as few pages as you like. It, 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 don't get um, freaked out when you look at it, the document and find it's 20 pages. It's it's not that scary at all. Um, but it, it, part of it is actually kind of confirmation to yourself that you're taking this seriously as well because I think mm. a lot of people feel maybe shy about declaring, you know, that mm. they're a writer or that they're an author, particularly if they haven't published anything or they're only just at the beginning of their publishing journey. And it's a little bit like, I mean, business planning is, is perfectly normal it's what you the act of what you do if you're starting a business and or running a business and so it's almost like putting yourself in that position to where you want to be you know not yeah. necessarily where you are at the moment and I think the act of doing it just and maybe it shows other people around you but you're not doing it for other people you're doing it for yourself mm. in terms of seeing it written down right yeah and nobody else actually good. has to see it so that's no, good it's you're seeing not. it Thing mm -hmm. that tangible thing. It's okay yeah. to think a thought of what you want to be, but to see it yeah. on on paper in front of you, yeah. you're like, mm. yeah. I'll down, do, there's, we've got that, you know, the mythological, legendary story of how Wendy wrote down the things <laughs> that she wanted to do on the piece of paper. Oh, yeah. Up on the wall, we right saw, up we've there, seen it, and we've seen it, and it, and it like, was like these are the framed. things, and they it's and in they, a plastic case up on the wall, Excellent. and she crossed <laughs> it off, and she did every yeah. single thing because mm. it was there, it was visible, yeah. it was permanent, and she was working towards it, and there was no mention of timeframes, I no. believe. No, there mm. wasn't, was there? No, I think I were, I think there were, but I think I might have um changed those slightly as as we went on yeah. and that's the thing when you're first starting out you actually don't know what's involved yeah so there is yeah. there's a lot of yeah. adjustment it's a learning tweaking yeah. there right mm -hmm. um and, and that's okay right yeah and mm -hmm. that is okay because you don't know if this book's gonna sell well or this book or where you're at you know mm -hmm. like so there is mm -hmm. adjustment necessary but and, and we have all been guilty the four of us have been guilty mm -hmm. of saying things like Oh, I, you know, I've only just completed a manuscript. Or I've only written one book. I've only written two books or three or four. Oh. But oh my gosh, when you see that written down, I wrote a book. 
I this is my book and I wrote it. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter how many you've got, that should still fill you yeah. with joy and you know, you should be proud and happy. And, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so step one, <clears throat> find your joy, be proud, find your vision. Yeah, big picture. what do you want from it? I think big that's picture. always good. Yeah. What are you mm-hmm. thinking of? And I think because we've got long-term vision and goals, and I, I do think maybe there's two different things here. There's the, the long-term vision, and yeah. then there's the this year's vision maybe. Yeah, so, absolutely. So different people respond different ways to that. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think it's sort of some people are naturally very big distance, able to sort of mm. visualise into the distance, and mm. others I struggle with that. I don't like no, that really. Getting out of bed. I know what I'm <laughs> Some people do quarterly, don't they? Yeah, quarterly, um, yeah, yeah. We've had plans. Sarah Cannon on. If you want to um, oh, yes, yes. investigate that, the HB90, which mm. is a 90 day planning. I mm. personally love that. But um, the business plan is a little different in that it's really more sort of it goes above that, almost sits above mm. that level of planning kind of thing. Mm. So you could yeah. use this and then break it down. If Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, so, um, and the next thing is, and it's something that we we have been asked to cover on here in terms of like dealing with taxation and business structure, and we can't because we're in New Zealand and it's completely different. And all of mm. us have different, you know, setups here for our mm. how we run our business. And we're not lawyers or accountants. And, and no, and it's, it is very either of those. Exactly, no. and then and the, it could the, be wrong, you know. And then in the US, you've got different states. You've got you no, know, so it's there's, mm. there is no one size fits all. Um, some people so. If you're asking online and authors forums, be very cautious about somebody saying, you know, you absolutely need this business structure. You don't because that's their opinion. (laughs) So and um, the circumstances. Yeah, so it's really more about business structure. You mean like whether you're a we're a well and our trader versus liability versus corporation, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know the other names for stuff. And what is it in the states when it's their vision of sole trader? Is there a do they individual? Yeah, I don't know. And there's different things in those LLCs and all this and that. Here's a good example of why we can't do this. Lots of letters. letters. Every country (laughs) would probably be different, right? No, and and that's right. And your business structure impacts on how you're for tax and all of that kind of thing. And it depends what else is going on in your world. So so that that is absolutely something that you need to get advice on. But Mm -hmm. even if you're not planning on doing any business structure, that's what you put at the moment. I'm just you know <laughs> doing out. this is me kind of thing so yeah. it's just something to think about and um yeah but everybody is unique so that's mm-hmm. get personal advice on that one yeah mm-hmm. you can certainly yeah. see what other people are doing and how they're achieving it but if they're not in your country with similar circumstances then it's really it's not apples and apples is it it's, no. Lots of oranges and watermelons. And also those yeah. things change. Peach, like, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and things, yeah. but think laws Banana. change. Things change in the, like, like I remember when we first started out, I had to ring the states and get Yes. A, um, I remember that to, to get an ITIN number. I had to line up at the embassy. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now we don't have to do any of those things and you can just use your New Zealand tax number. So This was in the 1800s. Yeah. This was when dinosaurs were still roaming the earth. Yeah. Self-publishing. I know. Annoyingly, a lot of sometimes though, a lot of things are very US centric, and they don't yes. like Amazon. Um, I'm looking at you, and they don't well, they realize that there's company. other countries oh, yeah. in the world. Yeah. But um, yeah, it is very much personal circumstances. Cheryl says. Mm. So yeah. okay, so that's okay. Good. So number that's the three. Side. Mm. Yeah. So the next is 
know who you're writing and know what you're writing and who you're writing for. Is that yeah, yeah? So, and it sounds so basic, but I think um, as we work with and we've worked sort of personally with a number of different authors this year, and one of the one of the actually quite a difficult thing can be when you're sort of starting out on the self publishing journey is actually knowing what you're writing as in mm. what genre or what what it is you want to write you know kind mm. of and we're not saying you have to fit into a square box kind of thing but it's it, if you want to it's a good idea to kind of actually verbalize it like mm. what are your writing. expectations yeah and, and yeah. who How are you writing for who you're trying mm. to reach with it so mm. you know if mm. you're writing cozy mysteries what kind of cozy mystery are you going to write mm. are you going to write paranormal like it's that kind of thing mm. um or if you're going to write cozy mysteries and mafia romance, for example, you know, mm. it's that quite a bit different. It really even, helps. Yeah. Even if you can't figure out the genre, like there's a, uh, and maybe some newer authors wouldn't necessarily know the genre or know yeah. that is enough about the, the writing or whatever. Even yeah. just a feel or a vibe that you want. Like, yeah. Like for me, it would be kind of magical books and. Yeah. Or, yeah. or books like, like you know, or like I always think of Steph, um, Stephanie Holmes, who has um, something like, oh, she's changed her thing over time, but it's always like kooky, spooky books. Like she's yeah. sort of got that kind of quirky, feel. yeah, gothic yeah. feel, mm. but also quirky, but also um, mm. there's always, well, no, not all her books, but there's, you know, often that paranormal element, you mm -hmm. know, like that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So, so it, it describes her as an author, what what yeah. she writes so that somebody picking up her book or her covers or whatever automatically know that. But I think writing it down kind of solidifies that for you as an author. This is who I am. This is what I write. Mm -hmm. It's not to say I can't write something else, mm -hmm. but maybe if I write something so different to this, maybe I might need a pen name, mm -hmm. you know, just little things like that. Or maybe I didn't realise that's actually what I wrote, that mm -hmm. that encompasses everything I write. Like for me, I write cosy mysteries, but I write culinary cosy mysteries and I now write um, paranormal cosy mysteries as well. But when I go into each of those, I have a different hat on. But my overarching thing that I would say about that pen name is that she is a cosy mystery author writing about small towns and family and mm. um yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. That's and it. I think, and even if you can't, as Trudy says, put a label necessarily on the subgenre, mm -hmm. um, what kind of who, who's reading it? Like, because mm -hmm. you're probably a reader of that. So, you know, what mm -hmm. type of reader would it be? Somebody that loves reading, you know, XYZ, um, mm -hmm. you know, or loves watching Virgin River and likes their romances, mm -hmm. you know, without open door sex kind of thing you know I think, I think you have to pick a lane a little bit mm. you know yeah. it's okay like yes with Steph she's got that label which is basically you're going to get the same sort of flavor in all her books but I think when you're starting out it's quite important to pick a lane yeah. to, to cement <laughs> yourself somewhere so you can build a fan base so you're not mm. leaping from one to the other to the yeah. other to the other and um, I think some people do that but and to, and, and that's fine in terms of Figuring Finding it out, yeah. yes. But if you but do don't it, have any you are figuring, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't have that expectation that yeah. you can jump yeah. from genre to genre yeah. and have be readers. aware. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think you have to be aware of what you're doing and why you're doing yeah. it. If you're doing yeah. it to test yourself yeah. and readers, if that's what they like, yeah, then that's a very good plan. Yeah. But if you're just doing it because you think, oh, I'd like to write that, oh, I'd like to write that, and you think and you're going to sell. 
Yeah, it's probably it's not, not such a good plan. <laughs> one, way, one way to kind of get yourself in the mindset I often think is think of this business plan as if you were setting up a, a store or a shop um, mm-hmm. in your local community and, and what is it you're going to sell in there? What are you going to put on the shelves? How is the mm-hmm. store going to look? Um, how many hours do you want to work in there kind of thing? If you think of that it, that way, that can maybe help target down a little or refine down a little bit of what, what it is you want on those digital bookshelves you know mm-hmm. um so i was i was doing this a little it. bit yesterday in a similar way but i was on tiktok mm-hmm. and i was looking through trying to find comparable authors and i'd searched for urban fantasy and i, I started some and i was like mm, i'm not sure i feel connected to these authors and these things that are coming up and then i searched um fantasy romance and suddenly i was like oh these are more the ones i like mm-hmm. you know right. like and it was yeah it was just and it just it was a vibe it was just the yeah. one, you know, like between the two genres, and I knew immediately which one that one was like that I was more attracted to, and it didn't mm-hmm. mean to say that the urban fantasy ones were bad or that they were, mm-hmm. you know, but it was just it was just I knew mm. straight away, and I think you can, yeah, there's like think about that bookshop or go to a platform like Insta or mm. TikTok or even Amazon and just look around and get a vibe, get a feel, yeah, get some blurbs, look at some covers, mm. and that'll help you too, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So and, okay. and again, just reiterating, you can change this is you can change this, but it's good to have a starting point because it will help dictate then in terms of um <coughs> for example, just plucking this out of the air, um, the cost of your covers. If you're writing mm-hmm. like a, a fantasy, often those are more expensive because they're hand drawn, blah, 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 blah. You know, so it's kind of it is kind of part of the business planning to know this mm. this is good good to know yeah, yeah. all righty okay so here comes the next fun bit <laughs> which is planning your projects so this is this is what you're doing you know the previous was why you're doing it um and now it's what what is your what are you actually planning for 2024 mm. and maybe 2025 because a lot of things will carry over um mm. you can print off as many of these pages as, as if you as you want but I think um w- just remember that we always have a tendency to underestimate how long things take <laughs> exactly and then and then kind of shame ourselves for not completing yeah 100 books a year yeah. because we heard that someone else did that yeah I said I would do four but I just can't get yeah. to the fourth one and Sarah <laughs> talked about this didn't she on the podcast with us we will put a link to that in the show notes but good. um it, it was exactly that it was about knowing what you can do realistically and not beating yourself up yeah. um and so and so it's very often. much a learning thing yeah. <laughs> as well because I plan every year and I and I realized a year or two ago that I wasn't including the school holidays like it was like uh, the school holidays uh, went a thing for me exist yeah. and I thought that I could just keep working through yeah. you know and it wasn't going to impact me and I wasn't going to yeah. take time off and I was yeah. like, you know and it's like I'm, all that kind of stuff is, yeah, is I know. something and so that after we, we plan for like we've got you know, we're not planning any headache days or any, you know, mm. family drama days or anything like that. You know, it's just everything is just going to be smooth sailing in 2024, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You've got to plan for variables. Well, yeah. but, and, and not just that, you need to have some downtime. You absolutely mm-hmm. do. So the best way to make sure you do it is mm. to put it on paper and yeah. not not 
push anything into there. Yeah. I mean, we know you will, yeah. but you know, I mean, as little as possible. Seriously, this is because, I also think if you spend a bit more time on something and you give yourself a bit more space to do it, that you have the potential to make it even better. Do you know what I, mm. I don't know? Yeah. I just, I, I think it is very easy, and we know ourselves, and we've been in this it's well for a long time but it is very easy to feel the pressure of speed whether yes. it's production yes. of or speed of anything honestly of of mm. learning new things of writing of yeah. of releasing of just everything feels very fast paced at times yeah. and and you're lazy if you don't yeah if you don't do that well yeah it's, it's just rubbish yeah, just, yeah. You know. So it makes me um, think of that. Is it more haste, less speed? Is that the right saying? Yeah. Was, you know, like oh yeah, it's right. like speeding through <laughs> makes you get it through it faster. Is um, I shouldn't say this, but my my daughter at school, there's another girl in her class, and she says she always finishes first, but she never gets it right. And it's like there's no yeah. point being fast if yeah. you're not actually doing it right. You know, like there's mm-hmm. if, you, if you're not putting all your ducks in a row and you're not mm-hmm. setting up the you know if you're really fast at writing a book but it's not a very good book uh, you know mm-hmm. or you're really fast at I don't know doing the editing but you actually haven't picked up all the things that need to be edited mm-hmm. or you haven't got an external editor to do yeah. something because you can't mm-hmm. you don't have time like no. don't miss steps not in yeah. this game yeah make yeah. sure you get all the steps followed yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. and I think it's um and this is also the opportunity to think about how you want to publish your books, whether you want to be publishing across all platforms or whether you want to look at a period or a <clears throat> short term or long term of being exclusive with Amazon because that does impact in terms of time for the, the management of things, of mm-hmm. the uploading and the ongoing maintenance of you know keywords, categories, all of that kind of stuff. So it's good to have that in mind and that, that also directly links back to what it is you're publishing and where that type of book tends to be published you know so I think that's and it you don't have to necessarily um know all the answers but I think it's a night even if you have a projected what you ideally how you want to do it I think it's a good thing um yeah so and just so I mean personally I think I mean how do you guys do plan ahead how many books you're writing a year like what are your what's your process yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't plan as stringently as Wendy does, but I, I definitely have an idea of how many books I'm going to write, <clears throat> and then I fill the time appropriately. Like um, I know how long a book is going to take, mm-hmm. so it's just and that comes with in, experience, doesn't it? Comes yeah, with absolutely. experience, and also the fact I know my editors how long they will take. Yeah, I know how long my arc readers will take, but uh, sorry, my beta readers, but. That can fluctuate, you know, because they are also people who are having lives doing things. Yeah. And also, especially your review readers, your arc readers, because, you know, you want that to all follow through and be there when that book goes up. So you have to find a way to do it. You're going to have to guess at first, but then you leave a buffer in, I think, just in case they're not back in time for the date that you had in your head. Because you can always... You know, especially if you do a pre-order, you can always bring it forward. Yeah. You know, but you can't put it back. Yeah. Not, not you can, but it's not a good thing if you're going to no. annoy Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. What about you, Trudy? Have you got, do you plan ahead? I plan. I plan lots. I plan all the time. Whether <laughs> I follow the plan is a whole other thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, That's okay. But I, but I do find that if I at least know where I'm going, 
Mm. And I have, and I'm better at following plans now these days. Like mm-hmm. I kind of understand how I work and the things that I'm doing. So, um, for example, I wanted to finish another book by the 31st of December, and that's a week now that I'm going to, and I'm not going to finish it, but that's okay because I'll finish it maybe a week or two after that. But I'll mm-hmm. still, you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm within <laughs> range of that goal and I don't have yeah. a, I haven't, I, I, I don't, I haven't got it booked up on pre-order because I'm not entirely certain. Yeah, I just, I just don't like. <laughs> but then you also have a child home for like how many weeks? Eight two weeks months. or something? Yeah. Yes, two months. <laughs> so yeah, I just can't. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so I do know what I want to do, and I and I will. <laughs> yeah, like I, you know, no, I finished a book in November, and I was really proud of myself for that because it was a, you know, like it was actually the yeah. second edits, and it was, you know, like a, a, I'm <laughs> getting. A really good process in place and I had planned for that and I had I do have plans in place I don't always meet those plans but that's okay because I just kind of almost roll them over and just keep mm-hmm. keep to it and mm. yeah I just mm. life happens and kids get sick mm. or you stuff yeah. I think it, yeah life just gets and you just can say life you know like, life happens so yeah life happens always, I'm the same I've got I have a plan but I my my deadlines are pretty strict I'm pretty strict with mine so yeah, if I yeah. am mm. quite um if I'm if I've got three weeks to go and I'm only halfway through a book or two weeks, I don't know. What do I usually, I can't remember how long it takes me anyway. But um, <laughs> you, can, usually but I write, you, can, you can stay up all night and write. She, I can't yeah, do that you, I've you got will. Yeah, so I usually can write a book in a month. I, yeah. I, I push it. That's what I, that's, like, but now I'm going to push it out a little bit. Mm. But what I'm saying is if I've got a deadline, then I will meet it. No matter what it takes, even if it puts me in bed for three weeks after. But, yeah, no, Uh, that's just the way it goes. And and plus that's writing a book, no matter how long or short it takes you, that's just one part of getting a book published. There's so many other things to do, like with the editing and all that. And getting the edits back, yeah. Yeah. And then if they say you've got a major overhaul, you just weep quietly into your keyboard for a while. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, do it. I look at it too time. much of that now. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember exactly. in the old days, those, and, those and edits that were brutal. And that's another important thing to, why you're trying to plan, you know, even if you're having to mind, okay, I'm going to write two books this year, I'm going to write three books, and ideally, you know, or maybe one one every four months or mm. whatever. But we're going to talk about this on another podcast. We won't cover it now, but that's – you know, in terms of booking editors and cover designers mm. and that kind of thing, it is good to have an idea, a timeline um, mm. in mind because mm. you have to book ahead, as Cheryl's saying about. Mm. Yeah, there's there's a lot mm. to be lot to be done. So welcome mm. to the world of yeah. <laughs> self publishing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something that maybe is good to have in there. Is like, okay, this is mm. how long it's going to take. This is what mm. I want to book the editor for. This is gonna mm. is it, and this is a learned that, thing but, too. And I think when you're starting out, it, it is very much how long is a piece of string, how long it's gonna mm. take you to finish things. And mm. and also in terms of the hours available, you know, I cannot tell you how many people that we've had on this podcast that have said when they gave up their uh, day job to write full time they thought they would have this entire vacuum of hours in mm. a day. And actually mm. in many cases it took a long time to adjust to, yeah. to not. You, I, you write more hours. You yeah. spend more hours working. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> funny because you because maybe before you when you're working you maybe wrote in the evenings or in the mornings yeah. or at your lunch hour. Whereas <laughs> now you often what happens is that you stop writing in your lunch hour and you give yourself a break from the writing. You know, it's almost mm-hmm. you stop doing those extra hours and you're doing the same hours. I think that yeah, I do way more than I used to do when I was working. 
Well, and, and also, the, as time goes on, the more books you have up, the more work you actually have to yeah. do. Yeah, well, it's not it. like you just forget about them. Oh, no. Only working on this book and all the other books don't matter because <clears throat> actually they do if you want a yeah. steady income. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the well, writing is the most important part, though, and I think it oh, can be sure. really easy to get swamped by mm. all the other stuff. Well, but we'll that, see, so that's why we're saying planning it. Well, the planning plan projects could also be something like, um, like for example, this year a big project for me was going wide. Absolutely. Um, and so that could be one of my planned projects for the year yeah. or mm. um, or to get all the box sets done for all my series mm. or, yeah. or um, figure Getting out Getting audio books done or, or translations. Or, yeah, or, translations. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, all of those things. So each of those things in themselves could be or, or to get my promos sorted so that I'm definitely mm. doing one a month or something, you know, like, mm -hmm. like yeah. that kind of thing could be one of your projects as well as a writing project. It doesn't have to just be that. Yeah, and, and if think, you're sitting there thinking, "Oh, I just want to write the book," yeah, um, no, we've got. If, if we had a T-shirt with "I just want to write the book" on, I think we would be millionaires. So, note to self: we must do that. But if you're doing this, if you're doing this as a business, then it's not just about writing the book. You know, there's a lot of other stuff as well. You're running a business. You're running a publishing yeah. company, mm. even if it's one book and you're selling it for profit. Um, Welcome to the business world. <laughs> so what what have we got next? That we're next talk is the how you're going to sell your, and I call them products because again, going back to that store analogy, you mm. know, it could be an ebook, it could be a print book, it could be a hardcover, it could be um, different translations, audio books, all of that kind of stuff. It's it's how are you going to sell your products? How are you going to get people into your store? And that's what I mean by, and it's it's a lot, it's a lot to think about. This is where I think people often will write the book and then think, oh, well, I need to do it marketing now. Well, actually, the marketing, as we've many mentioned many times, starts when you're thinking about what it is you're going to write and knowing who your readers are. That's that's the marketing. Advertising is what you do at the end <laughs> when you've got got your book. So um, it all kind of works together, um, and you you need to. It makes life so much easier if you can put some thought into who you're aiming for and how you're going to sell your book before you actually <coughs> complete writing it. It just mm -hmm. makes it so much easier. I do think though that someone's writing their first book. It's going to be first really book, hard for them to think first in those book, terms. you just want to write the book, honestly, and the chances are that you're not going to sell many copies. And I think it's just easier to just lay that out there. We hope you will. We want you to be the An outlier. Complete Successful. outlier. But I think it's it's more realistic to go into it knowing that you're gonna serve it's your, your apprenticeship. apprenticeship in many ways. Mm, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know many songwriters, for example, that have a, a number one hit on off the first song that they ever wrote. You know, yeah. often it's a journey and it's a you're a craftsperson. So the first pot that comes out of the corn may not be perfect, but the tenth one might be, right? And you can't get to the tenth one without the first one. That's so you can't, exactly right. you can't skip to the tenth. You have to go through the first, second, yeah. third, fourth, whatever. Mm -hmm. To yeah. get there, and it's a process and a journey. And I and I wish we had a magic wand to make you jump to that. I but wish I would have a magic wand for me to jump to that. I don't. No, think no I think it's all miss. part of why we're who we are today. Yeah, right. You want to all learn the bits and, and the downs and the ups and the yeah. sidewayses. It's all part of. Unfortunately, the, the learning, learning, no matter whether it's in life or with books, usually comes from the the sticky parts, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the highs and the lows are what you will always so, remember. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, I don't think you just, want to skip. 
don't get know. them out there. Honestly, mm. get those get those learning. puppies out there They're and just put those books on the shelf. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then the other part that I think is really important because I see a lot of people wanting to spend a lot of money, and it really worries me um, is the bean counting part, the finances part. And I think it's really important that you have a budget that you can comfortably stick to, particularly when it comes to costs of producing those first few books Mm. um and i just the the big thing that i want to say is before you don't spend money that you can't afford to lose particularly on advertising um Mm. i I certainly would not go into to debt to do you know run ads on until you're really a really confident writer that you Mm. are absolutely nailing your subgenre and you know your readers and you've got got a fairly good head of steam under you or you're you know where you're going i just you you can spend a lot of money on ads on a book that you're not going to have any traction with or it's not going to have on selling so i just i just want to caution budget. on that one you need a budget budget yeah yeah and even and, just down to knowing how much it's going to cost you to get an editor in the cover Absolutely. Um, they, and you know, also, you but there's other costs as well, right? So, so you need to know there are costs associated with this. And like any business, it does require costs, some that you can save on, that you can swap with other authors, that kind of thing. But other things like if you're buying a formatting software, whether it's Vellum or Atticus, there's or, or not, or if you're going using a free one, that kind of thing, it's really good to have your you know numbers down, um, mm. I think. Especially at the beginning. You can always look to um amping up as the career, your career goes on yeah. yeah as the money comes in and things change Absolutely. yeah don't over over overspend or don't spend what you haven't no, got no <laughs> and and again yeah. at the beginning i would be cautious about commissioning a very expensive custom cover say for your first book when you're of a Again, not quite nailing that that genre. You can get some really, really on market. And we understand the yeah the excitement of wanting to get oh. a great cover because that's part of the fun. But and you want it in your head, right? You you can visualize it. So therefore, you need somebody to create. Like it's it's mm-hmm. really. I totally get the desire, but. Um, yeah, but but equally, you're running a business, and businesses mm. require investment. Like, wouldn't, and, wouldn't you put your best you know, foot forward? Even like, why would you? I don't know. Like, I sort of no. Think, I'm talking about commissioning a really expensive custom cover yeah. for a book that's maybe off genre. If you haven't got I mean. that money, when it would be better spent on mm. the editing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I still do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. no. Uh, but or or getting a pre-made, you know, for a um, or a, a you know. Anyway, that's. Mm. I guess just be mindful of what you're spending and be aware mm-hmm. that there are costs to this. Um, yeah, and, and usually, it's the old story: you either pay for something in time or dollars. <laughs> Some yeah, of the yeah. things that you can pay for in time, and mm. others that you pay for in dollars. So, yeah. And there's nothing to say that just because you've written the book, you have to put it up right now. I no. know that that's really hard. Goodness knows, we never did it. <clears throat> but as Trudy was saying, if you really have your heart set on something like a particular cover or a particular editor that is really outside your budget then you just have to save for it because yeah. don't you do that in life anyway yeah, exactly so yeah. if you really want something ask for christmas presents exactly. and birthday presents mm, that's money, right whatever great you know. idea. <laughs> whatever what it takes i love that it's yeah. a great idea Awful help course. me get my crowdfund your family how yeah love it love it love it love it but i think it's good to you know i mean 
none of us can tell you exactly how much you're going to earn, particularly from your first few books. You know, that's just an impossible thing. And, mm. and as much as we'd like to think we're psychic, uh, we're not. Um, I, I personally have a measure where if I'm putting something out there, I like to think that I could recover the publication cost in the first year. Um, and by publication cost, I'm talking about maybe editing and the cost of the cover. But um, that's, again, it depends on what you spend on that and, you know. Um, Along the basis string. How, exactly. So, and, and for a lot of authors, a lot of authors, they have to see three or four books up before they're starting to see a profit, you know, or yep. by profit, I mean, <clears throat> you know, reasonable income coming in from, yeah. to meet those initial production costs. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing I would say, and it's a slight diversion, but it's still under the bean counting thing is, um, it's very inspiring seeing in uh, writing forums and Facebook groups and things, people sharing their um, income reports and these mm. sexy screenshots of, of sales and, and absolutely be inspired by that. But I think also often what's not talked about is what it costs to actually get those sales in as well mm. because inevitably there will be an advertising budget to that and that's 100% fine because that's like any other business. Mm. Um, but don't look at something that's six or seven figures and think that it just it, that there wasn't an, a, an engine behind that kind of thing, mm. you know, so just yeah. know what you're looking at. Because you oh. don't know, like you when you're looking at an Amazon um, <clears throat> dashboard, and it says what they've spent and what they've earned with regards to ads, perhaps, you don't know what other ads they've done outside of Amazon exactly. that actually directed them to Amazon to get those figures. Yeah. So I think that's what you were trying to say, wasn't it, Shah? Yeah. Because you just don't know what you don't know. You don't know what mm. you don't know. You don't <clears throat> know what other connections that they have in the industry, mm. whether they've got, you know, all kinds of things that mm. you don't know. So I think, people, it's great to share good news and all of that, and I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. I'm just saying understand that there's, like I said before, there's always a cost to things, always. Mm. And... um often some of those huge huge sellers will will have a huge advertising budget and that's a hundred percent fine but they've they've earned enough to better reinvest it like all yes. businesses into yes. their business and they're often so. they're often not newbies no, you know, they've exactly. Been, exactly. And sometimes they've started a new pen name. Sometimes you look at a thing and you Very go, oh, this often. is their second book, but actually, no, yes. this is the fifth book yeah, of, a, exactly. of a really experienced author who's doing things mm. exactly Very often. Like, you know? so, yeah. It's not that people no. are telling untruths. They're just no. excited about what yeah. they've achieved now. Oh, yeah. and <clears> but they, oh, we are seeing amazing. it from a different aspect. And I know? think this is also a know yourself because, I mean, I personally love seeing those, right? I, mm. I yeah. love it. But there's also mm. people that get really, really low about seeing yes. those those kind of mm -hmm. posts and yeah. it makes them feel bad about, you know, because let's face it, people don't usually share the sales on their first or second book uh, or, or when they're not selling, right? And mm. so... It's sort of selection is it's it's the lens is very much looking at sort of the mm. people that are doing really well and it's really easy to feel down on yourself and so I think know yourself and if those things don't do it for you or make you feel low I would just leave the group or not bypass yeah. them you know what I mean like yeah. well, maybe just, just change know. your mindset around it like I feel like if you're yeah, looking at it and getting kind down of hard, 
that's mm. hard though. Yeah, like it's really easy to say change your mindset, but it's a whole other thing to to do it. Mm. Depending on what state you are in at the time, mm. you know, if mm, you're already so. kind of self questioning, then mm. yeah, I think absolutely working on mindset's good. But don't <laughs> don't um don't don't whip yourself with the bad stuff. If, you know what I mean? Like protect yourself, mm. protect yeah. your vibe. It's like Renee says. Renee Rose says. You look at someone and they're doing really well, and it used and this is what I used to do is like you go, oh, why can't I have that? Like why yeah. are they to have that? I'm just as good a writer as they have. And instead of kind of letting those thoughts creep in, you go, I'll have some of that too, please. Yeah. You know, like you just yeah. let yourself be open to it instead Absolutely. of feeling that jealousy or that resentment or whatever that you feel. Doesn't help so, anyone. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, you're you, no one else. You know, you're, you're sort of almost doing it to yourself. Just yourself. So you can, yeah. And I I totally get it because that's how I used to feel when I was looking at yeah. that kind of stuff, and now I purposely changed it and said and like good on them I'm happy for them and I'll have some too please yeah and that's we'll link real... to Rene, Rene's yeah. uh, podcast as well just thinking mm. all right just to wrap it up because I know we've got to shoot off but it's also be a good scout and I was going to put boy scout or girl scout but just a good scout in general and mm. it's just be aware of what contingency it's sort of like look after yourself in new ways like in businesses business planning a big part is risks and opportunities analysis it's kind of like that like what are the risks as in like if you go amazon exclusive what are the risks to that blah 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 um and also who you can use for support because no man is an island and by support i mean it might be outsourcing some things like you know suppliers or it might be just author friends or maybe you Mm -hmm. need those maybe that's one of your projects is to actually develop an author support community mm. whether where you in turn can support others so mm. yeah that's it nice and that's, an, that's the business plan sort of you've yeah. got us as part sort of the author community <laughs> so if you go to selfpublishingpodcast.com so that's actually our full name we we shorten it to spargo's podcast but if you go to the self-publishing authors podcast.com forward slash business plan that's where it is there we're oh, also yeah. going to link um, Joanna Penn, our friend over at the Creative Pen, did a, another very good um, explanation of business plans. Hers is slightly different, but that's pick and choose here. Um, yeah. And I'll link to her as well. Perfect. So let us know how you go. Mm. Yeah. Good luck with that. And we'll yeah. awesome. know how we go. I don't know. At some point, maybe we'll <coughs> sit down and do our own business plans and talk yeah. about what we're going to do. We'll do a Spa or... Girls one. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. think that would be a good podcast. We can yeah. talk through it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to um, join us, like I say, you can if you go to spargirlspodcast.com, which is our shortened version of our website, which has got all our previous episodes on it. If you go to patreon.com forward slash spargirlspodcast, then you can join our community there uh, where we can help you out. <laughs> basically I mean, and that's something this. that I think we're going to be doing in the group perhaps is, yeah. is yeah. talk Definitely. about the, the business plans and, and, yeah. and kind of go through it work with people through it. and yeah. work you, through some. Like, the beginning of the year is often the time when people want to, you know. They're ready, recharged, ready yeah. to go. Absolutely. So enjoy. Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Spa Girls podcast. Um, we will be back again next week with another episode. But for now, bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.